Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so here it is, a special after show podcast. Quite frankly, Kelly messed up the original podcast oh. of today's show, which would have been <laughs> Actually, December that's the not 9th. Quite frankly, because that's not Frank at all. No, who is Frank? I don't know. No, so yeah, it kind of got messed up, so we don't have today's show. It was a fun show. If you missed it, well, you should have listened live because <laughs> we don't have it anymore. Uh, but there's been a lot of questions about Kelly over the last couple of days. And if you haven't heard, if you didn't hear Monday's show, you know, we did address it on Monday. She had an injury, a hospital stay. And there's still people asking about it because, you know, we realized that, you know, hey, you've heard something's going on. You heard rumors going on. So we thought we'd go a little deeper and kind of address what's happened over the last little bit with Kelly. Um, we'll rewind a little bit. If you listen to the show last Thursday and Friday, you'll probably remember David, the barrel boy, was in with me and uh, he was going to volunteer to co-host because Kelly was out and Kelly was hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just weird because we really thought, David thought, I thought, everybody thought that you were going to be gone for a long time. And then all of a sudden on Monday morning, all, <laughs> you're back at work. And Well, and when, when all of that happened, um, I think that, uh, gosh, I was out of it too. Because on Thursday and Friday, that's a blur for me. I don't even remember waking up Thursday, Friday at all, yeah. period. So I, I don't remember a lot of it. And I think I was I was kept uh, uh, like sedated a lot because they did think I was I was very bad injured. Well, they thought you, know? you had a broken neck. Yeah. And so um, but but what happened is um, when they when they took me back to find, you know, what they found is um, those those fractures are are older. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like they happened years ago. And I just never really did get them treated. They just told me, hey, whatever. And so when they saw them initially, it was like, oh, gosh. These are new. She, What's happened? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they weren't. So the whole thing starts on Wednesday. Like we did our regular show on Wednesday and everything was fine because people were asking me, did she seem normal on Wednesday? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, she seemed normal. So then um, you know, typically I try to go home and catch a little bit of a rest because we wake up so early and I have to work mm-hmm. late and it's just our schedules are really crazy. So I woke up from a nap on Wednesday afternoon and uh, my phone was going crazy. Uh, and it started off, uh, your brother Kyle had reached out mm-hmm. and your mom was trying to call. And, um, so I wake up and, and you know, how you wake up and you're going, Oh my gosh, what's happening? What yeah. day is it? All that stuff. And I realize that something's gone on, but I can't figure it out. And then literally we get a text. My, my wife and I get a text from Kelly and the text basically says something like I'm hurt. Um, I'm in the hospital and I passed out at target. And if I die, tell Kurt I love him <laughs> so immediately I'm like what in the heck and I, yeah. I the first person I call is Kelly who had just arrived at the hospital and was I could tell when you answered the phone you were out of it I, I was and 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 I'll just kind of tell y'all where I was so I'm, I'm in Target and I was I was done for the day as far as like I had I was like I've got one more thing to get I'm gonna get it go home and I had not eaten that day and uh, which was my own fault. But as ladies, y'all know, when you get something in your head, you're like, okay, I'm gonna grab that sandwich, right? When I go get this, or I'm gonna go run that errand or drop my kid off there. And then I'll, a lot of times I think we take care of ourselves last. And that's exactly what I've kind of been doing lately. And uh, anyway, I was in Target and I felt this kind of surge through my body. And it felt like, uh, I don't, I don't want to say like a, if you've passed out before, you know, you get kind of lightheaded and whatever, but this wasn't like that. This was almost like an electrical shock and it didn't hurt, but I felt like my whole body kind of like almost kind of convulse, you know? Mm. And I was like, God, oh, what was that? And I was like, man, I need to get home. 
and I need to take him. And I was, I was like, I'm gonna take a shower, get something to eat, and you know, go to sleep. I just need some sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my last thought. Yeah, and then evidently, what happened in the store from the people who were there was they see this woman who was shopping, and she hits the ground. And and we haven't seen the surveillance footage mm-hmm. just yet, but from people who were there. Uh, what it looked like was uh, Kelly kind of, I guess, passed out on her feet, started to fall forward, and then somehow fell to her back and hit her head and hit her head hard on the ground at Target, which obviously freaked out the people who were in the store. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were uh, people who stopped and they stopped their carts all around and almost built like a wall around you from what I've yes. been told. Uh, people were running to get Target employees who were then running in to try to help and they were calling EMTs and um our general manager, Scott Seiler, his wife had just seen Kelly in Target. Her name's Kristen. So Kristen Seiler had seen Kelly, and um, in hindsight, she said Kelly didn't look uh, quite like she had seen her in pictures. Yeah, we were kind like of. She ex- thought something was off. Yeah, we were kind of excited to see each other because it, you know, it had been COVID. We hadn't seen each other in a couple of years, but I do remember feeling. I- I remember feeling kind of hot, like, man, it's hot in Target. Like yeah. I was, I was hot. You yeah. know, and that's probably just your mm-hmm. body reacting to what yeah. was going on. So the girls separate, Kristen and Kelly separate, and you know Kristen did other stuff and didn't think about it again. But Kristen saw chaos, mm-hmm. uh, and she saw chaos around somebody, but she couldn't see the person. She just knew that people were freaking out, and somebody had passed out. And of course, word starts going throughout the store that something had happened. And um, what they remember seeing was, was you trying to get up, but they didn't know it was you because, again, there were so many bodies blocking. But they saw a body trying to get off the ground. And you couldn't get your bearings. You couldn't stand back up. Mm -hmm. And the EMTs, the paramedics, were trying to talk to you and ask you your name and what hospital you chose. And you couldn't speak either. So literally, she falls out. She's laid in the floor. She can't talk. She can't get up. Uh, And our bosses, our general manager's wife, went to the car and sent Scott a text that basically said, I just saw the scariest thing. Some woman passed out in Target and her life just changed instantly. Uh, And she didn't realize it was you until I called Scott that night. Yeah. And I called Scott and said, hey, I don't want to alarm you, but Kelly's not going to be at work tomorrow. Uh, she had an incident in Target. And as soon as I said it, Scott said, oh, my God, Brandon, oh, my God, Kristen was there. Uh, and then come to find out, um, yeah, she didn't realize it was you. But then mm-hmm. Kristen started crying because she realized that it was you mm-hmm. who had the issue and you who hit the ground and you who the people were around and. Uh, it, 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 it hits even closer to home when you know the person. Mm-hmm. And Kristen's first thing was, if I knew it was Kelly, I'd have ran to her and, and gotten in the ambulance with her and gone with her. But you literally just, I mean, you got lucky that you had contacts in your phone because otherwise your phone was locked. There's no telling what would have happened. Well, and I don't, and I don't remember any of that. I, I, and I didn't, I don't take drugs. I haven't, I hadn't taken anything except maybe, I think I'd had a Coke. Okay. Um, I don't remember, you know, they kept saying I was trying to get up. I don't remember anything until I got to the ER in a room. That's how crazy my brain was. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that I hit it pretty hard because I could not, I couldn't talk or what they said. Yeah. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't, and I don't rem- remember even trying to get up. So you were out of it, and, but you were still trying to move. Right. It was like your body was knew it wasn't supposed to be laying in yes. the floor. Um, so they get Kelly, uh, and again, the contacts, the emergency contacts, that's when they ended up getting a hold of your brother, who then, you know, he lives uh, near Fayetteville in Northwest yeah. Arkansas. He wasn't able to get there. I was asleep. I'm a, you know, I wasn't an emergency contact, but um, it was somebody your brother knew yeah. and your mom knew who could, you know, maybe be there to help. And uh, all this is going on. Kelly's rushed to the hospital. They're saying, hey, I think she had a seizure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started running all those tests 
And when they ran the test, that's where they're like, uh, she might have broken her neck. Right. And I was scared anyway. My, my dad passed away when he was 60 of a massive heart attack. So I kept saying that out loud. That's the only thing I could think of. I was like, I just kept saying my dad died of a heart attack because I wanted them to know, hey, what if it's my heart, you know? Um, mm. And then also with, with um, I, but then again, it's just like I knew something wasn't right. But then again, I couldn't form, I couldn't even form my words to explain to them what I was feeling, you know? Like, no, I would assume that, and I believe they did tell you you had a concussion, but it was probably pretty mm-hmm. bad, you know, because I mean, you basically just, you hit the floor yeah, and your body was out. Yeah. You know, you see people, um, you know, like imagine a UFC fight where somebody takes a knockout and they just go down mm-hmm. and everything goes limp and they just hit. Yeah. I'm assuming, and again, we haven't seen the video. I'm assuming that's what happened and you hit and people freaked out and they got you to the hospital and they were trying to figure out what was wrong. Right. And the wild thing about what they were doing at the hospital was they were running these tests and they were thinking, well, let's test her brain and see if it was a, a stroke or a seizure. And they couldn't find anything. They were testing the heart and they couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. Obviously your adrenaline levels were high mm-hmm. um, because your body was in shock. Yep. Um, so by the time people get there, they've put Kelly in a neck brace, which was a massive neck brace. She's laid out and it looked like, I mean, it looked like a very, very um, scary. It was a scary situation, yeah. but a traumatic event had happened. And of course they're going to medicate her because she's hurting. And I, I was finding out some of this stuff and I thought, wow, if I don't remember falling, maybe I did fall really hard in a certain way that broke something and they're just trying to keep me. And I don't realize, I didn't realize how claustrophobic that I am, but they kept putting that, that, you know, the brace around me. And it, for some reason I kept feeling like it was, it was cutting off my circulation. Like I couldn't breathe. And I felt and like, it wasn't tight at all. No, because I looked at it. It was, it was a huge one. It was too big. It was on big, me. yeah. Um, and and so, but I just remember how I don't know. I was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm not gonna be able to breathe. And I think I was, you know, telling them I was in pain because I didn't think I could breathe. And yeah, then scared. Yeah, and they were trying to keep me calm. And I right now I'd like to thank everybody that was in Target who responded. And just I know it's the EMT's jobs, but it was two dudes. I I do remember it was two men. Um, and they were keeping me calm. They, they kept talking and I keep remember, I remember their voices. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've got to be a special person to be one of those people and keep some person who is, I was psychotically not calm Yeah, and it wasn't my fault. It wasn't their fault, but they had to handle me, you know? Um, so number one, thank you. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. And just the people that were in target, even the people that didn't work in target that were trying to barricade and, and just, I guess give me that privacy of this is someone's mom, sister, mm-hmm. mother, you know, I mean, Coworker. thank you. Yeah. Um, and I, and I wish I, I want to go back and talk to them and just like hug them, say, thanks y'all. I'm sorry. I scared the crap out of you guys. I, I scared the crap out of myself as well. Oh, you scared the crap out of everybody. At um, that and just so y'all know the fractures I've been in a, in an, uh, in an injury before I've had some injuries before. So the things that they were, the, the couple of things that they saw, uh, were older injuries and they just didn't realize that because I couldn't tell them. I couldn't, right. I couldn't explain it because I was out of it. Well, um, so most people don't know. I mean, you were an athlete as a, as a kid and yeah. you, know, you, you had a car accident. There's all these different things right. that have happened mm-hmm. over the course of, of different years. So you don't know, nobody really knows until they started examining the body. Like what right. does my body look like if they were going to x-ray me? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned on Monday and I think it's a, a great thing. And we even got responses to this about the importance of the emergency contacts in people's phones. Now, y'all, this is something I didn't know about till last year, uh, and I'm, I'm so glad I did it. 
But in your, if you have a smartphone, basically you have this thing where you can put in your emergency contacts or what's it called, Brandon? Is it, it's called a certain thing? I'll be honest. I haven't done it yet. Okay. I need to do that. Um, let me see if I can go. My phone's off. It's like if you go into emergency contacts and basically you can put in what medications you take. You can put in, um, hey, if I pass out, uh, call this person first, this person. And it's all in there and people can get into your phone, not to look at everything, but they can get into that one access point. And that's the that's how I kind of got saved, you know, by my friend Amanda was in my phone and she was able to answer. Yeah, she was, I mean, she was the only one local that was in there as an emergency mm-hmm. contact who could be there. She was there. Um, she did a great job. I mean, you've all often said that, you know, she's one of those friends that uh, if everybody had a friend mm-hmm. like that, they'd be very lucky who could be there just to, to, you know, through good and bad and all that stuff. And she was awesome. Uh, and my wife was there yeah. very quickly. Uh, I guess it was the next day as soon as she was able to go in. Because, again, we're dealing with COVID protocol. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a tough time to be hospitalized right now. It, yeah. Every time's a tough time. But especially with COVID and the protocols. Yeah. And just with my friend Amanda, she's a principal at a school. Here she was as my my first contact. She's trying to run a school with 700 kids in it. Right. And she has to drop everything and boom, her best friends in the ER, they think she broke her neck. And so, right. you know, love to her. And she sat there and stayed with me until somebody else could get there, your wife. Could, well, she stayed there for, yeah. golly, I can't even tell you, overnight up until right. five or six the next morning. Right. So she was there 15 or 16 hours. And then she went and took a shower and went to school the next yeah. day. So I, I've got some amazing friends and family in my life um, that I know, but also thank you to the people I didn't know that that did something. And yeah, your wife was awesome. And I, I was telling my mom, I was like, Leslie needs to be a freaking nurse. Yeah. Your wife was the best nurse I mean, just in how tender she is, mm-hmm. like um, just very motherly. And you can tell that she had a sister, and, yeah. you know, um, just very. I didn't need anything when she was in there. N- nothing. No. I had the chance to see Kelly uh, maybe 30 minutes total um, the second day that she was in there. And it was weird walking into a room, you know, because typically, you know how we all deal with each other, especially me, you and David. It's always silly and goofy and mm-hmm. uh, it's never serious because, I mean, none of us want to be serious for the most part. Uh, and then you walk into a room and it was dark and the lights were all off and there's Kelly in a neck brace and a mm-hmm. hospital gown. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. And again, we thought you would be gone for, I mean, we really thought they were going to go in and do neck surgery and you'd be out 12 weeks. David even said at one point, you know, he's like, this is one of those things that in life mm-hmm. where something hits you and then you reexamine everything. Yeah. We were like, will she ever want to come back to work? Will she want to move closer to her mom? Uh, and just the idea that um, that you were able to even come back to work just a few days later on that Monday, this past Monday, is really crazy. And when you walked in here and people realized that you were back at work. Y'all, it was a circus show. It really was. Now people were freaking out. And yeah, and I don't like to be serious. I don't like to, to you know, I don't know, be emotional, but I don't know. It's 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 been a... a I want to say a rough few days. It's been an awesome few days just kind of watching how people have... I don't know, put their arms around me and loved me um, and it kind of helped me through this, yeah. you know? Well, I think you realize um, maybe how people feel and react and, and kind of your place in a family, in a workplace and all that stuff. Uh, so here we are and she's back. And uh, I told Leslie when I, when I got home on Monday, she said, how's Kelly? And I said, Leslie, it's so weird. Just a couple of days ago, we were wondering if she had a heart attack, a stroke, right. uh, an aneurysm, if there was 
you know, something more serious going on if she had a broken neck. And today she's at work like nothing even happened. Well, let me tell y'all something and y'all can hold me accountable when you see me. If you see me at a ball game or something and I have a drink, um, I'm really working on my caffeine intake. Yep. So um, I am addicted to energy drinks and I have not had one in 10 days. Yeah. And that's awesome. And I think that's important because I mean, everything in moderation, you always hear yeah. that moderation, 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 but sometimes there are some people and I'm one of the people too. And I'm not real good at moderation. No, I'm not either. All in or, or, mm-hmm. you know, or none at all. Um, and that's kind of where Kelly was with that situation. And I talked to your mom and I talked to your brother and I talked to a couple of the nurses and I brought up the fact that, cause I see you drinking a lot of caffeine mm-hmm. and I know that, you know, based on stress, sometimes you might not eat as much as you should or, yeah. and, and to be honest, here we are recording this podcast and uh, we've been up since three forty-five. Mm-hmm. I haven't had one bite of food either. Right. Uh, and I've had, you know, caffeine, but let's say this is 64 ounces of coffee, which I'm still sipping on from early this morning. Uh, and we joke about this and it's really, now that we know it's not funny, but Kelly would come in and she'd have like 64 ounces of coffee and she'd have two energy drinks. And then around nine o'clock, as we're getting into the nine o'clock hour, she'd go and grab uh-huh. a Mountain Dew or a Dr. Pepper or a Coke. Uh-huh. Um, it was just a lot of caffeine. So I was trying to reassure myself through telling people and the nurses that that's what it is. Because I'm thinking surely nothing worse is wrong with her than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what we, what we kind of believe has happened, um, and it was kind of backed up by what they saw, even though medically they can't say, oh, it was caffeine and she didn't eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not really a way to test for that or right. that they didn't test for that. Um, but they say your blood sugar can drop. Mm-hmm. And if your blood sugar is at a certain level and then just bam, either plateaus or it goes the opposite way and just spikes, it can send your body into a little bit of a shock. So more than likely what happened in Target was uh, lightheaded, dizzy, mm-hmm. falling type spell. Yep. But then boom, the hit yep. is what did most of the damage because you can't stop the way your body's going to fall. Yeah. You can't predict how it's going to fall when you're out. And like you said, just like a, a UFC fighter that gets hit and all of a sudden you just see their body go limp. Yeah. I'm sure I, I want to see the video so oh my bad. Gosh. Yeah. Cause I mean, evidently it was pretty, uh, yeah. a pretty crazy fall, mm-hmm. but there's been a lot of people who have asked and I know we, we addressed it on Monday and we've kind mm-hmm. of, uh, the way we deal with stuff is by trying to, to make light of stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, we wanted to kind of go a little bit more in depth as to what happened because so many people have reached out and tried to figure it out. Yeah. And when you get text messages, like, uh, heard it through the elementary grapevine that you had a seizure and broke your neck. I just wanted to check on you. Mm -hmm. I want people to know that. uh, Yeah, I know that was going around, but that, no, let me, this is where it came from. (laughs) I'm I'm okay. Thank you so much for asking. And it could have been a lot worse and I'm extremely lucky and blessed that it, it wasn't. No, I think you also go through in a situation like this and you realize how quickly life can change because so many of us go through our days and we're uh, looking forward to the next thing, the next week, the next month, this event that's coming up on the calendar. And we just assume it's always going to get there. Right. You know, and sometimes in the certain day, you know, things are getting on our nerves or, or work is tough. Or just pity parties. There's a fight at home or the weather's not pretty Mm -hmm. or or whatever the case is. Uh, That next day is never promised. Right. Uh, because literally, if that would have been a deal where your neck was broken or if you had hit even harder or if mm-hmm. you were driving or if you were at home alone, you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Right. And it's that fast. Your mom talked to you at 2.30. Uh, she said that when she talked to you, you were in Ulta. You were going to go across the street to Target, pick up a couple things and go home. Yep. She said, Brandon, she sounded normal. I said, she seemed normal this morning. But boom, mm-hmm. just like that, it can all flip. So I think we need to remember that as people. That, uh, you know, it's not always guaranteed that we get to go and do the next thing or the next event that we're looking forward to. 
nobody's good at appreciating every moment because we all get in our own heads, but we Mm -hmm. need to work on that. We're probably never going to be perfect at it, but we could be better. And that's what I've been doing, going back through my text messages, back through some of the correspondences that people have sent me and been like, you know what, keeping them and just, you know, saving them. And, you know, we all have our days where we're like, oh, poor pitiful me or whatever. Mm -hmm. But reading those and being like, okay, like you said, get out of your head. And um, I don't know, just we're very, very lucky. Yep, we are. She's back and the show is normal. And uh, I she, mean, as normal as it can be. She is as normal as she is ever going to be. That's true. <laughs> but uh, for everybody who's reached out on behalf yeah. of, obviously, Kelly said it herself, but on behalf of her family as well and her friends and her coworkers, we all appreciate that. So uh, I guess with that, we wrap up the after show. Hopefully that answers a lot of the questions yeah. and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow.